When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Re and React has always been the mantra of the fashion industry. But the irony is that technology that can predict what customers want from brands, stores, and products much more accurately than the gut field technique are largely underutilized. I'm Edward Hertzman, president and founder of Sourcing Journal, and I'm here today with Greg Petro, founder and CEO of First Insight, to discuss why there's no longer any room for flying blind at retail today. Welcome back, Greg. Great to be here, Eddie. Thank you. So my first question is, I know you recently announced that First Insight has expanded its suite of solutions. Uh, In addition to helping your clients identify winners in their assortments, First Insight is now focused on improving the customer experience, boosting brand loyalty, and engaging customers. What's the common denominator behind achieving these four goals? Well, I, I think the, the fundamental is connectivity to the consumer, always has been, um, and connectivity in a way that is very authentic. So many people know our organization. You know, we were founded more than 14 years ago, um, almost 15 years ago now, with the idea that uh, we could bring the consumer and in many cases, the employee into the dialogue around decisions around product. We found out internally that we were running insights for our customers in a whole array of information points that they were looking for. And quite frankly, after listening to them very closely, some of the largest retailers, brands, and manufacturers in the world, frankly, they said, we need uh, a next generation experience management platform. And so what's authentically happened from our perspective is we've leveraged the core um, intellectual property of our company and allowed our customers, which are retailers, brands, and manufacturers, obviously, leverage that technology now in, in, in a broader way. I want to talk a little bit about your, your new product or the Consumer Experience Management Platform. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that entail and, and how does it translate into consumer loyalty? You know, the foundation, as you asked about earlier, is the connectivity model, basically collecting information and, in an insight and providing it to a decision maker. The customer experience management or lens, as I refer to it as, is looking at the offerings that you provide, and that includes products and um, service offerings, as well as experiences. We see this trend and have measured it for some time across all of our customers worldwide, is that they are fragmenting at a much higher rate and their behaviors are differentiated by segment. So it becomes very, very challenging for a national retailer or brand to say, okay, we're going to take this approach and it's going to cover this breadth of customers unless they've actually looked at it from each of those segments perspective. 
So, Greg, I want to pivot for a second. You and I have been talking about inventory management issues for years now and how brands and retailers have yet to really crack the supply and demand equation. And this has resulted in liquidity issues, working capital issues, and it really has been intensified um, during COVID as, as many brands are struggling to move these goods through the pipeline. How can brands and stores ensure that they're delivering only what consumers want and they're actually buying that at the right time and nothing more? The short answer is they, they, they need to test products. That's the fundamental of it. Um, they need to rely on data to anticipate as opposed to react. That's the shortest answer I could give you. I spoke to um, uh, recently at a WWD CEO conference earlier in, in December. And it, during that time, I talked about the need for brands to, yes, read and react, test and learn, but they need to anticipate. The winners will anticipate. And the anticipation is the challenge. You can't rest on a historical data point at this stage or leverage intuition to the large degree. It, it, it does not make sense economically any further. At the end, the fundamental of this industry has gotten to a stage where the critical mass is they need to test products all the time and they need to leverage the data that comes out of that to determine which ones to cut off. It's that simple. So the question is, you know, why would you put the company at risk every day, every month, every week when you're making decisions without data, when you can have that data at your hand, at your fingertips and at scale? So, Greg, I'm happy you brought up marketing, because even when the right product is out there, it could go unnoticed. We all know retailers only have seconds to capture shoppers attention, whether it's in the store aisles or on the endless scroll of e-commerce pages. How can they pinpoint the visual merchandising or descriptive details that make one item pop versus another? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's a clearly it represents a, a, a tremendous challenge of, you know, featuring the product through all the noise. And uh, let me just give you a couple of quick examples that I think our customers have. I mean, it's just the creative uh, ideas that they come up with. One, we've been doing testing on visual merchandising in stores and setups, alternative setups to feature products. I mean, so they will do versions of uh, product feature setups and then test them. Um, online, you know, we're doing Instagram video testing, ad testing uh, to see how that might feature. We're doing promotional testing on what products to feature on a landing page of a website or on the front page of a catalog, or even on the back page of a catalog. The last example I'll just give you that comes to the top of my head is, we've been doing testing on, on um, denim for years and how many labels are on them, right? And frankly, you know that goes to sustainability as well as the other marketing capabilities. And all that also can be culminated in keywords that will help retailers, brands, and manufacturers in their marketing department feature products. So, so let's talk a little bit more of some additional challenges that, that COVID has presented. So we obviously know the inventory challenge is, is out there, but now the retailers have to figure out 
you know, how consumers want to shop for this product. How are your clients using customer experience management to determine how to allocate resources? So is it buy online, pick up in store? Is it e-commerce? Is it brick and mortar? That's it. You know, exactly right. And frankly, it's the most challenging and exciting time to be in retail because honestly, it is using all of your wherewithal and senses. I have to congratulate our industry. If you think about it, Eddie, we navigated, this retail industry has navigated a global pandemic that hasn't occurred in in over a hundred years, a shutdown of the largest economy of the world for a period of time and responded to it, right? So the agility muscle has been learned and exercised by our decision makers. What a waste it would be, in my opinion, going into post-COVID and hoping, hoping that uh, we go back to the old way. Our customers have increased our utilization of our platform, customer over customer, 20% during this crisis. And uh, our employees have responded in the increase in that productivity. So we can do this. But I think the issue is, go back to the consumer side, to your point, are they going to want to buy online, pick up in-store, do curbside pickup, be online? Uh, I think they are. But I think to what degree you can find out is just exactly what our customers are doing today. What we're seeing is our customers are testing everything. They are asking their consumer, do you want, what do you think about that experience? What was it like? How should we change it? How will it evolve? What are you anticipating doing? I mean, these are happening hundreds and hundreds a day at this stage, and they're consistently doing it to see if their behavior is going to change. I think the biggest challenge that we're going to face right now going into the future is companies need to plan post-pandemic. And if they're too conservative, they're going to lose the upside opportunity that they have. I think that is very well said and a great, a great way to end. Greg, as always, a, a pleasure. Uh, thank you again for your time. And uh, I hope you'll join us again very soon. Thank you for having me.